there's a well-known halacha that on Erev Pesach, Samach Lamincha, at some point in the afternoon, one is not allowed to eat uh, a meal in order to be able to eat matzah on a uh, leteyavon with a good appetite. So many people know this halacha. This comes up Erev Pesach. And there's actually a parak in Psachim called Avi Psachim. So many people are aware of this halacha. However, the first line of that Gemara asks, my area Avi Psachim, why are you the Mishnah specifically discussing Erev Pesach that a person cannot eat a meal? Even Erev Shabbos, Erev Yantav, a person should not eat a meal right before Shabbos. And the assumption would be in order to be able to eat your Shabbos Suda Lite Avon. So the Gemara concludes, the Gemara says, that is Shitas Rabbi Yehuda. However, Rabbi Yosi Yom, Rabbi Yosi holds, a person, when it comes to Erev Shabbos or Erev Yantav, a person is allowed to in fact eat even until it, uh, it gets dark. There's no problem of eating anything on Friday. Up until, you know, you light your candles. Up until you are Mechabal Shabbos. So that is one Gemara. From that Gemara, it seems that there's no problem. A person's allowed to eat whatever you want. Eat pizza two minutes before Shabbos. There is no problem at all. However, there's a Gemara in Gittin. The Gemara in Gittin, Daflam and Ches, The Gemara in Gittin tells us, a few things. The Gemara Gittin says, in the name of Rabbah, that, that there are three things that wealthy people lose their wealth for doing these averas. So the first one is by releasing your slaves to freedom. The second one is being busy with your monetary items in Shabbos. So it's interesting uh, halacha there. And the third one is that they would be they would have their big meals when there was a special time for the base medrash. What does that mean? So if you look at the Rishonim, they explain that most people did not have time to learn during the week. They would literally be you know, be working six days a week. So the only time they had to learn was Shabbos afternoon and they had a whole schedule and everybody would come to hear the Talmud Chacham Darshan and say, Divri Halacha, Divri Agada, Shabbos afternoon. And there were many Takhanas that were instituted that a person should not miss that. So one of them was that a person is not allowed to make a meal at that time. So the Gemara says, how do I know that someone lost their wealth for doing this? So this is what we're trying to, to find. There are two families, two famous families in Yerushalayim. One of them would have their big meal Shabbos day when the the uh, Tamar Chacham was giving his share, violating this problem. And another one, which wasn't mentioned earlier, and this is what our halacha is discussing, and one was Kaveh Suda on Arab Shabbos. They were Kaveh Suda Friday afternoon, it seems like, or any time on Friday, they had their big meal. And what happened was, and both of them were uprooted. They did not have... Uh, their wealth anymore. There was a punishment for hosting these meals on Friday. So comes along the Ramban and all of you the Ramban, the Rashba, and they ask, hold on a second, why are we saying that someone gets a punishment for having these lavish meals on Friday? The Gemara Psachim, Tavtali Testament Base, Avri Psachim, first off, says, And that's why we paskin like Abiyasi. So comes the Ramban and he says, Vyeshlaimar, and he says, Hani Mili, this is only referring to Pamachas. One time, Mibnayat So then Rabbi Yossi says, You're allowed to have eat whatever you want. But that's when a person needs it. But to constantly have that light, you cannot do that. Since 
by doing this, and he showed that I do it every Friday, I have this big meal, so it's command the mezalzel be yikar the Shabbata. It's as if you're being mezalzel, you are diminishing the yikar, the beauty, the glory of Shabbos by hosting meals on Friday. So how do we paskin? So comes along the Shulchan Aruch, Simon Reish, Mamtes, and he says, you cannot have a suda, a party, or a mishta, a feast. That is not typically done during a regular weekday. Which means, if you wouldn't uh, do this for a typical lunch, if it's beyond what people would have for the typical meal, so then you should not host that type of meal. You shouldn't enjoy that meal on Friday. Now, and he goes into discuss suda's mitzvah. We'll get to that in a moment. So, this is brought down in Shulchan Aruch. A person should not have this lavish meal on a Friday, and this is the entire day. One is not allowed to have a suda she a ruggle, a suda that's not typical weekday meal on Friday. What is the reason for this? So there are three reasons brought down in the, uh, you can look in the Rishonim, they even bring this down, definitely found in the Achorinim. One of them is, as the Shulchan Aruch writes, is that the theme of not eating before your Friday night suda or your, or your Pesach suda is in order to eat, well, by Pesach it was matzah litayavan. So on Shabbos, you want to eat your Shabbos suda litayavan with, with a good appetite. You don't want to come into Shabbos all stuffed. You can't eat anything. So that's not covered Shabbos. That's one reason. The Prima Gotham brings down that it's poigea. You're, you're, uh, you're showing that I don't really have this, like the Ramban says, yikar, this glory of Shabbos. I eat big meals during the week. Oh, so I also eat meals on Shabbos? Yeah, but Shabbos is not uh, unique. I eat those meals on Friday as well. So specifically Friday, going into Shabbos, a person should not eat a sudash in a ruggle, uh, uh, abnormal suda. And the Magad of Ram says another reason, more of a practical reason, that if a person was busy hosting these lavish meals, so then it's going to take away from your own personal hachanas l'shabes, and therefore you shouldn't do that. You know, I have a Rebbe, he tells me that, he told me that he remember growing up in the, uh, in the uh, bungalow colony, so in the summers you have people coming up after a whole week of work, coming up for Shabbos and getting there Friday afternoon. He said there were people that would go out to the porches, you know, start barbecuing and saying, Tayamel, Chaim Zachu, having a whole feast. They barely, you know, didn't even say hello to their wives and kids. He was just, you know, uh, trying to uh, say a little musr for these guys. But at the end of the day, if a person shows the that, that he's, he's eating this huge meal, prior to Shabbos, so it would take away from his own hachanas for Shabbos. How is he going to prepare for Shabbos while he's busy partying? Okay, so when it comes to these meals, these lavish meals, we'll, we'll define that in a moment. So that, there's an Isra the entire Friday. So what type of meal is this talking about? So if you look at the Achorinim, they discuss where you have more than your typical suda, which means you have so many types of food beyond what people would typically have. Or ribuya Anashim, so many people there. Meaning, nobody eats lunch with 300 people. So if you have an event with 300 people, even if you're serving, you know, tuna wraps and salad, still, that would be considered a suda gadayla. Even if you don't have such a lavish meal, but it's specific, expensive foods, that would also be considered a suda gadayla, perhaps expensive uh, booze, if you look at some of the price game, that would be a problem of having a suda gadayla on a Friday. So there is, uh, there is 
some application of this that a person should keep in mind when you're hosting something on a Friday afternoon. So you do not want to violate this iser found in the uh, in the Gemara found in the Masechtas Gittin of hosting a meal on a Friday afternoon. What about a Sudas mitzvah? So the Ramah points out, and the Shochan Aruch agrees to this, that. A Suda that's the Zmana is Arab Shabbos, that the Suda is specifically supposed to be on Friday. Let's say the Abris, Abris Milo, eighth day, Yamashmini, Friday. So if the, if, if the eighth day is on Friday, no problem, you're allowed to make a, 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 your typical Bris or a Pedina Ben. These are fine. However, it is better. I would say preferable, that's how the Achorinim uh, phrase it, it was preferable to do this before Chatzais. But if you can't, you're waiting for a mile, you're waiting for for. Uh, I don't know, the, the, the hours with Pidina Ben, if you cannot do it prior to Chatzais, so luckily there's no problem, you can do it after Chatzais as well. There's a fascinating discussion, which you won't discuss, uh, regarding getting married on Friday. There are those that have a minute not to get married on Fridays, or, or making uh, you know fancy weddings on Fridays. Fascinating discussion. Look in the Bear Halacha. He brings down from the Magan of Ram, and other Paiskim regarding getting married and having a Sudas Erison or Sudas Nesuin on Fridays. So, for the most part, this is not so practical for people. However, if you look in the Shulchan Aruch, he brings down that that after the ninth hour, he says, There's a mitzvah to refrain from a lekvaya suda, from having a kviya suda, a personal meal, lunch. Your regular, typical lunch, a person should, there's a mitzvah, to not do that, mitesha shois ulamala, from the end of nine hours and and on, which means if you're doing the math from yesterday's year, mincha ketana is in a, uh, if the day started at six and ends at six, so mincha ketana is 3.30. So a half hour before mincha ketana is what the mission discusses, samach mincha would be three o'clock. So if shkia is around six o'clock, so around three o'clock would be, Exactly, you know, after this nine hours. So look at your mincha katana from yesterday's year and calculate about a half hour earlier than that. So from that point on, a person should not have a kviyasuda uh, going into Shabbos. Why is that? So you could invoke these three reasons. Now, this is not a halacha that it's usr. This is more of a mitzvah. It's a nice thing, the covered Shabbos, that a person goes in into Shabbos excited for the food, the tiyavon, and the ability to focus on preparing for Shabbos and not being busy eating his meal. So, what is considered a Suda Kavua? So, the Pais can discuss. Some Pais can say anything that you have to wash on would be a problem. However, if you look at the Mishabru and the Sharatzian, he doesn't seem to opine like that. His position is that as long as it's not a, that you're not going to be full, there's no problem. So, let's say a person wants to have a little bit of a. I don't know, his wife made a pastrami pizza and he wants to try a little bit. And he has, let's say he has to wash in it. That's the halacha, you know, typically. So he's allowed to wash. Even though he's washing, he's benching, he's not eating a full suda. So halachically, that would be fine. However, it comes out according to the Mishnah Brewer, if you're not, just because you're not washing doesn't mean it's, a, it's, it's automatically mutter, automatically that, you know, 100% fine. Meaning, if you're going to be eating a lot of cake or a lot of fruit, having a steak, perhaps that would not be in line with this mitzvah lehimana. Again, it's not usher, it's just a mitzvah lehimana. It's a mitzvah to refrain from having a kviyasuda mitesha shoitz ulamala. 
The Shulchan Aruch also brings down that there was a derech al so that many uh, Hasidim, they would fast the entire Friday so that they would be super excited going into Shabbos. However, for most people, I do not recommend that. There's a famous story that Rav Shlomo Zaman Orbach said before he would go into go, go home after, after learning, he would eat an apple or something right before he would go home. And this Talmudim asked him, what are you doing? And he said, I'm doing it. Shalom bias. I don't want to come in to the home, you know, all nervous and hungry. So I eat something on the way home. So he ate his apple, or your modern, your modern day will be a a protein bar, a granola bar before going home. So it's it's important to keep that in mind when going into Shabbos. So a person knows that he gets so hungry that he's not uh, a pleasure to be around. Coming home from shul, you know, going into Shabbos, and so maybe it's better for him to eat something prior to, to Shabbos. Again, try not to eat so much so you could still be Mekai the mitzvah of Limana Milikvaya Suda Shinagwa Some practical times where this where this would come up is first of all many hotel programs or uh, simchas that will do like a has- hospitality going into Shabbos. So it's a very good question. Again, I don't think there's anything wrong with hosting the hospitality because the consumer could choose what they want to eat. But if people are literally eating they're stuffing their faces, you know, a few hours before Shabbos, that would not be in line with this mitzvah limana. And, and theoretically, it could even violate the concept that the entire day, a person should not have a mitzvah, uh, should not have a suda, she'en arago. That's one time it comes up. Another example would be, you know, a, a late Friday afternoon pizza run right before Shabbos. So a person's eating two, three slices of pizza, that would also not, not be uh, the preferable thing to do. Again, it's not us, sir, because... That's a typical lunch, but it's not in line with the mitzvah limana milikvaya suda. One more example is that in some shuls or communities, people do like a pre-Shabbos l'chaim, and many people get together, they sing some zmiras. So, first of all, if someone is joining that, if you're married with kids, a wife and kids, so make sure that your house is prepared for Shabbos. Don't run out. That, that's very, it's very important for a person to be home right before Shabbos. That's Aleph and Bayes. That's one thing. So base would be that just to not eat too much. A person eats too much, so that would not go with this mitzvah limana melikvaya suda. And another thing that ends up happening by these type of events is that people end up drinking. So first of all, if you're drinking chashava drinks and you're having food as well, one could argue that that itself is called a it's called a suda sheinarago bechol. So that would be a problem. Additionally, you get into another shaila. We actually had it in the daf recently regarding davening when a person is under the influence, even if you're not drunk, just having alcohol in the system, it is not lechatchila to daven like that. So these things, one should keep in mind when planning their Friday meals.